Welcome to the podcast that's all about empowering women so they can have a thriving career as a mother. This podcast is for high-achieving women who want to have a successful career without sacrificing quality time and connection with their kids. Get insights, tips and strategies about doing work you love by leveraging your natural gifts and superpower as a mom. It's time to change the narrative around being a career mom from one of struggle, sacrifice and stress to something that's empowering, uplifting and rewarding. Thanks for listening and join me on this journey. Hello and welcome to another episode of the podcast. Today I'm talking about comparison and contrasting. And I'm wondering, have you ever written one of those compare and contrast essays in school? I know I did when I was growing up. And, you know, comparing and contrasting is all about looking at similarities and differences, pros and cons, right? I mean, it's a very useful technique to uh, help us to develop critical thinking, right? To look at an issue from different perspectives and then to train yourself at being more objective, to bring more clarity and focus to a particular issue. And, you know, all of this is actually also known as the law of polarity, right? I mean, those of you who are into the universal laws, you might have heard about this. The law of polarity is where there is a contrast because contrast brings clarity. You cannot have night without day. You cannot have good without bad, or you cannot understand it. I guess you cannot understand joy and happiness when you don't know sadness. Um, so this kind of like... Um, contrast actually helps us to experience life more fully and richly and to gain a better understanding and insight, right? Unfortunately, many people, including myself, apply this contrasting and comparison and law of polarity. Uh, we use it um, and apply it to us as a person, to who we are as a person, instead of simply using it as a way to more ob objectively and fully look at an issue, solve a problem, address a particular matter, right? So we start comparing ourselves to others and then we allow this contrast to make us feel miserable, right? An example of this kind of a contrast that can make a lot of people miserable and, and frustrated and anxious is when whatever we want now, our current situation is not what we want to have, right? So our ideal, um, perfect dream life is somewhere out there in the future. We are here right now, not with all the ideal situations that we have. And so we contrast our current situation with our ideal dream situation. And then we see the gap. And instead of using that insight to see that when we've seen the gap to guide what we do day by day, we allow this gap to make us feel stressed, inadequate, fear, losing or missing out, right? Like financial situation is not where we want to be. Right now where we are, we are we allow it to make us feel insecure and worried about whether we'll have enough for the future, for our retirement, for whatever, right? And feeling like this can lead to a very different set of actions that we take rather than someone who simply and objectively sees the gap 
And then, you know, makes out a plan, takes action step by step, one action at a time to close the gap and has the ability to deal with all of those um, negative emotions that come up along the way. So you see, comparison and contrast actually can be super useful, right? I mean, you hear a lot out there on the internet and, you know, people talking about it, don't compare yourself, don't compare yourself. I feel like we need to go a little bit deeper. It's a little bit more nuanced than that. There's a subtlety there. I think comparison is very useful when we know how to use it the way it's meant to be used. Unfortunately, people um, actually use comparison in a way that makes them feel uh, worse about themselves or their situation. So let's be really clear here, right? I think comparison and contrast is super useful. There is a purpose there and we need to use it for its intended purpose because it helps us to clarify exactly what we want and what's important to us, because sometimes it's by experiencing what we don't want, then what we want becomes so clear and it forces us to choose, you know, and make the hard decisions and tough choices to choose what is it we really want and do we want it bad enough to do what it takes to get that thing, right? So instead of letting the comparison the gap make us feel frustrated and impatient or afraid, um, and then, you know, because we're not where we want to be yet, and then we start doubting ourselves and our capabilities, it can make us feel miserable, anxious, it can affect our sleep, our relationships, our productivity at work, and just our overall well-being, right? These kinds of feelings, emotions, negative feelings and emotions can also skew our perspectives because when you're in a panicked or stressed out and anxious state, you don't think clearly, it clouds your judgment. And it limits your ability to see more creative solutions that you would have seen if your mind was in a more relaxed state, a more peaceful, calm state, because you would be more open-minded to the different options. So, so you know, this is all fine and good. You know this, you get this, it makes sense. But, you know, what can you do about it, right? That's kind of the reason why I always come on this podcast is to give you practical things you can do so that you can live a happier, more peaceful, um, joyful and more relaxed um, life right? and have fun doing it. So what do we do about it now that we know this? Well, that's why we can then apply the law of relativity, right? Again, back to one of those universal laws. We see these universal laws happening in our day-to-day lives um, and they're all there to help us if we... And they're simple, right? I mean, it makes sense to us. So what is this law of relativity? Maybe let me just explain it a little bit. This is also something that recently I read in uh, Shumio Mazuno's book, Don't Worry. Uh, he calls them absolutes, right? It's kind of like the similar thing, uh, However, it helps you to understand the concept. It just means that actually everything is neutral when we see it in isolation. If we just see it for the thing itself, nothing is really good or bad until we compare it with something else, right? Um, Without the comparison of what you want, you know, your ideal dream life versus where you currently are at in your current situation without that comparison, you can see things just as they are. You can actually drop the labels, the judgments, the bad feelings that come along with all these comparisons. 
And, you know, I know that there are actually multiple perspectives on anything. When you see something in isolation, you see the thing for what it really is, just as it is without all of those other comparisons, you can open up and actually just, you know, it's like looking at an object. You can look at it, turn it, look at all the different perspectives about it. And that's exactly what Dr. Wayne Dyer is saying in his famous quote, if you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. It's kind of like when you can turn the thing inside out, left to right, upside down, and you see the different angles, right, of your current situation. Um, and, you know, being able to see it absolutely in isolation just for what it is can inform you about, okay, what's important to you? What do you want to do next? How are you going to address it? Right? So, Actually, our kind of natural human tendency to compare, right, and contrast, actually we can use it to our advantage if we can also see things in absolute just as they are at the same time. So that's really the trick, isn't it? Like you, things are happening for you in your life and contrast is very obvious to you. Where you are now, where you want to be, there is a gap. You know, it just is there for you. It's so obvious for you. You see the contrast. How do you take this contrast, see this contrast, and at, at the same time, still also see your current situation for what it is, your ideal situation for what it is, in isolation, in absolute terms, at the same time, while you're seeing the contrast. So, you know, really, your ability to do that really is the key to you transforming your dreams into reality. The problem is that a lot of people cannot do these two things at the same time. They give in to those fearful feelings, you know, insecure feelings, frustrated feelings of the contrast. And, you know, they cannot then also look at it just for what it is in absolute terms at the same time. So what happens is people just end up doubting themselves. They get all stressed out. They get insecure. They get scared and they get stuck in that comparison. And then that feeling that sort of negative emotions and feelings prevents people from taking just the next step, one step at a time, you know, maintaining their objectivity, their neutrality, you know, um, because some of these things take time to materialize. When you take action in the 3D physical world, we are moving in a denser kind of a world. And so it takes time for you to do something, right? And for something to yield results, and people can't deal with that during that time, right? And that's why people give up and they end up just saying, no, it doesn't work. You know, it's it's kind of like just being so idealistic to try to transform your dreams into reality, right? So the good news is you can actually train yourself to be able to hold the comparison, the gap, and see things in isolation, in absolute. You can train yourself for this right? It's kind of like just going to the gym. You decide, okay, I want to be able to say, um, run 10 kilometers, um, take part in a 10K run. And you that's kind of your ultimate goal and dream. And then you train for it. You know that where you are now, you're, you maybe you can do it, but maybe you're not going to be able to complete it in the time you wish. And that is ideal for you. And so you start training for it. You take time, you take the steps, you go to the gym, you go for your runs. And over time, you know, you'll get there, right? It's just a matter of going through the steps and then keeping your, you know, level-headedness as you're doing that. 
And so this is exactly what we do in our weekly meetup group. We train your mind. And it's not just about training because sometimes training feels like an elastic band. I don't know. I always think of an elastic band, like you stretch yourself and then when you stop stretching, you stop going to the gym, everything goes back again. The good good news is that when we um, rewire the neurons in your brain, it's a permanent change. And um, this is a process I take you through during our meetup groups that literally rewires the neurons in your brain. This process is not magic. It's based on the latest discoveries in neuroscience. It's been validated by research. We have the results to prove it with the hundreds of people that we have probably could possibly even be in the thousands that, um, you know, that we work with. And this is really the how to the what we already know, right? What we know is that it is useful to compare and contrast to help us to gain clarity, focus, and prioritize. But, you know, at the same time, we also need to see things in absolute terms for just what they are. So we know what we need to do. The, the, the trick is always the how, isn't it? How we do this is really the key to our success. It's the key to our ability to transform everything we dream of into our real 3D reality. So if this is something you're interested in, I would really, really would like to invite you to come join us for the meetup group. It is really more of an experiential thing. It's something you need to experience for yourself because it's taking place inside your brain and I'm not inside your brain. So I really cannot explain it any further for you than for you to just come and experience it for yourself and experience the transformation for yourself and gain the insights for yourself that, you know, will kind of resonate with you at a very deep level. Okay, because whatever we can learn cognitively, theoretically, in concepts, all the research we can read is actually only touching the very logical and analytical side of your brain, right? The conscious side of your brain. But this rewiring process goes into your unconscious mind. It goes into your subconscious mind. It goes into much deeper, deeper things. So, and that's something that's very private and personal to you. And it's something that only you can experience for yourself. And you will know it when you experience it. It's undisputable and we measure it. So you yourself can also see your um, movements, your shifts, because we literally measure it with um, very quantitative numbers, right? And so this is um, something that I would like to invite you to come join us. We meet every week. So just go sign up at uh, SharonSingSidu.com forward slash meetup. You know, come join us for a free live demonstration to learn how to do this. And I really hope to see you there. Um, And that's it I have for you. That's all that I have for you this week. Take care and I'll talk to you again in the next episode. Bye now. Thanks for listening. If you like this podcast, please subscribe and leave a review so that more women can find it and benefit from it. To learn more about how you can thrive as a career mom, come to my free masterclass, Thriving in Career and Motherhood. Go to SharonSingSidhu.com forward slash meetup to register. I look forward to seeing you there.